Today on The Grid, you're not going to believe this because I don't believe it. John Dukes is here. What the heck? <laughs> it's going to be an amazing day and sitting in the wings ready as vice president of John Dukes, Rick Salmon <laughs> is there. If, if John Dukes is unable to fulfill his obligations as guest on the show, Rick Salmon will gladly take over and hog all the, all the limelight right out of John Dukes' life. All right. Today we have a wild topic. We're going to look at a blog post written by the CEO of Narrative where he gave his predictions for 2024. And I got to tell you, it's a really great post. I don't agree with them all, but John probably does. And maybe Rick does. You know who else is here? Susan Salmon. It's a Salmon Fiesta. It's Salmon Palooza. And when does all this mirth and merriment start? It starts soon, but first don't forget, you know who else is here? The real rocket man, the can of ham. Mr. Coon is here. Christine is here. Eric's here. Jason's here. All the crew's here. The jib work will be a little sketchy today because Juan's out. But that's okay. Eric will, Eric will do it, and he's way better than Dobson. So stick around to see how this all plays out in, in just 24.2 seconds. Let's go. Grid is brought to you by Platypod, the tripod alternative that is changing the world. Everybody has a Platypod. You should too. Go to platypod.com. And look at that jib. Hey, look at that, look at that smooth movement on the jib. You oh, know yeah. Dobson's not here today. <laughs> I played Call of Duty with Dobson last night, though, so it's okay. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the grid. We are live. It must be Wednesday around 1 o'clock-ish. And yep. uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm so excited to introduce John Dukes, one of the greatest living humans. He's oh, a photographer. <laughs> he's a love machine. He's all things to all people. He's ambidextrous. He's multi-breasted. He is the human trader hitch. All of this is happening today as John Dukes is here. Welcome, John. Thank you very much. That's because that's I didn't have all that stuff that rhymes with Rocket Man. Right? That's <laughs> I <guy>. know, I <laughs> know. That's the whole thing. Now, John does have a little strike against him here if we go up to the three-up shot. You look at that. Like the, he's uh -huh. breaking the laptop. Oh, thing. what is with the oh, HP? Oh, I know, I know. HP. HP. Is it a copier? What is that? It's an HP. <laughs> it's a copier, yeah. isn't it? It's, oh. yeah, sorry. Can we Photoshop the HP out and put a little Apple? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we'll do that in post. Absolutely. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, John, we're glad to have you here. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me. And you're here on a good day because this is, I'm telling you, today's topic is, is wild. I just saw this last night. This is not what we had planned for today. And John just found out about it. Not what we had planned. But, but we'll I, be able to talk about this one. Yeah. Yes. We, so we, I saw this last night, you know, as I was just perusing the web, you know, doing your late night stuff. And I sent it, I sent it to Kuhn and I go, we got to talk about this. So the, the CEO of Narrative, which is, is a, a web, we talked about Narrative before here on the grid. So they have a, a site that uses AI to do culling to help mm -hmm. you find your yeah. best images. And like if you're shooting weddings and high volume stuff, it kind of helps you out. And so anyway, he wrote this, this post and it's really intriguing and we're gonna kind of go through it and see what we agree with yeah. now. I agree, I disagree. Mr. Kuna disagree disagrees. more than I agree. Yeah, but I, I, it's still, whether you but agree that's okay. with it or not, it's just, that's they're okay. just predictions. But I think some of the things he's saying are really, that are, are on the money. And, and if some of them, if they're on the money is not good. <laughs> Not not because of him, but some of the things he's pointing out That's are like, true. oh, this true. is this is this kind of oh, thing. Oh crud! Oh crud! <laughs> but anyway, it's it could be really really interesting. So with all that said, uh, we have just a couple of uh, quick news things. Um, 
Let's see. What do we got coming up? iPhone conference. Woo! Coming up next week. Yes, no, next week. Next yes, week? it is. Next, next week. week. Next it's week. next week. I, I lose track. But it is. It's next Definitely week. Definitely coming next week. Yeah, and if you would like to join us, we would love to have you. Tons Fed of people <laughs> already coming, but we'd oh, love yeah. to have you join us too. Oh, yeah, we're going to have a lineup. We're going to have a killer turnout for this. And look, one, two, three, four of the instructors from there are actually in this building right now, which is just crazy. But anyway, uh, that's coming up. Oh, look at that. There's two of them. Hey, right hey, hey. Rick and Susan. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 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 They've got their phones. I like yeah. the way Rick has his phone backwards. He's doing selfies. <laughs> Classic Rick. Always taking a picture of himself. 90% yeah. of what Rick shoots are selfies. It's, 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 it's unbelievable. And the guy's phone. Yeah, they're, they're all at Woodstock. They're all at Woodstock. <laughs> so I don't know. A little known fact about Rick. He was actually at Woodstock, it's which true, can yes. only mean one thing. Rick is 116 years old. <laughs> it's true. It's true, right? It's but true. But he looks 25. I know. I hate that about Rick. Rick always looks like a cool hippie. He'll always, no matter how old Rick gets, he's going to look like he's still at Woodstock. And no. Just, I am. It's just, it's just in your mind for certain, <laughs> certainly. But I don't know. Rick, Rick's doing something. He's doing something to take care of himself. I'll tell you what. I think I was at Woodstock. Were you? Yeah. In spirit. In yeah, spirit, right. yeah. <laughs> All right. What else we got going on? Uh, I'm getting ready to go to the uh, the photography show next month in the UK. They just added another thing to my to my plate. I'm speaking more times at that show than you can shake a stick at. They just added an AI panel, so now I'm speaking on the panel uh, on the future of AI and is it going to kill us and and are robots going to take over the world? That's coming up. Uh, That'll be fun. I'm getting to shoot a rugby game the night before, right? A oh, real yeah. rugby game with Claire and uh, in the UK. I'm very excited about that. Um, what else do we got? Oh, also, uh, uh, Eric and I are doing a workshop in Santorini, Greece. We have two mm. spots left. If you want to take one of those two spots, go to scottkelbyworkshops.com. Workshops, not workshops. Go yes. right there. <laughs> And it, this is coming up in April. We only have two spots left. It is going to be a blast. If you've never been to the island of Santorini, it's fabulous. The food is what? Uh, it's just great. And we're going to be, of course, doing uh, shooting a lot together, doing a lot of post-processing and learning and laughing and a lot of fun. And there's already a bunch of cool people signed up. You could add to that list and be one of the last two cool people to come. So if you'd like to join Eric and I this April yeah. in the beautiful Greek island of Santorini. It is, it is a place, it's weird about Santorini. It's like they knew photographers would be coming. So they put, like, like look at this. This yeah. is just out as you're walking around. They it's put like they stuff, position stuff. Right? They were just like, you know... They're like, I bet John Dukes will come here. We better put, <laughs> we better put some stuff out so when he gets here, he's not just like, hey. But the whole place is like got whitewashed white walls, these blue roofs and stuff. It's it's just, yeah. it's amazing. And there's just colorful doors and shutters and windows, and it's just, it's amazing. It's going to be great. And it's of course, it's sitting on top of of the Aegean Sea. Yep. It's beautiful. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. And, and the you know, food. And you know what? We're gonna. We're all going to gain five pounds and that week. So it's always, always the food, right? <laughs> it's the food. Yeah, I don't know if they have chicken sandwiches though. Oh, they do have chicken sandwiches. <laughs> oh, they got chicken stuff. Well, they don't have chicken sandwiches. Not they like, don't have fried chicken. They don't sandwiches. have the American. Can I tell chicken you something? Sandwiches. Some of the seriously, John. 
some of the best French fries I've ever had on Santorini. Wow. wow. I don't know, because I guess they cook their fries in olive oil or something. Mm. I don't know how they're doing it. And they're so yellow. They're I wouldn't the, think that Santorini would be known for French fries. Well, I don't know if they're known for them, but no, I'm telling are they, you. Are they they're like French fries. grease fries? All right. Not Hold fries. on. I'm going to show you a picture from Santorini. All right. Just give me a second All right. Here. While he's getting that, do we've, that. Got, we've got prizes to give away. Do that thing. Because we love to give prizes away on the grid. So what do we have today? We've got a Platypod um, disc. So this is a great attachment for your camera. It allows you to mount your camera anyway. And it's also compatible with all the Platypod system. But any Arca Swiss plate uh, will be fine for that. And then the how do I do that in Photoshop Ooh, book? Oh, who wrote that book? What? That was uh, <laughs> this guy, um, Scott Klebe. What? It says he's the world's number one best-selling author in photography I, techniques. I love that guy. Yes. I love so, that guy, too. There you he's go. The best. And his book is great, by the way. Yeah, and you can find it over on Amazon.com. Yeah. And over on Amazon.com as well, you can get a, the Adobe Photoshop book for digital photographers. And we're going to be giving that away today, too. And because we love to give away more things, we're giving Apparently. away the On One No Noise 2023, which is a great plugin for removing noise and adding sharpening to your images. You can use it in Lightroom and Photoshop or as a standalone product. All right. And then we're giving away a V flat from V flat world. So this is, um, everybody can win on this one, but one person is going to win free shipping of one V flat and everybody can win 10% off by using the code Kelby 10 at checkout. That's K L B Y one zero at checkout to get 10% off. Then we're going to give away Another thing, Retouch for Me is giving away the Skin Tone app. So this, this is, is a, too much. Yes, it's too much. It's too much. Uh, skin Tone app. And you can all enter the promo code and get 20% off as well there by entering the code uh, Kelby120. That's K-E-L-B-Y-O-N-E-2-0 uh, at promo.retouch4.me. It's too much stuff. Yes. It's a lot of prizes. And because we love to add prizes... We're going to be giving away another prize this week. We've got a new sponsor for the show. Uh, they were on for a little while there and uh, took a little hiatus, but we are uh, Slick, Pick. Slick Pick is giving away oh, a I love Slick Pick. complimentary. I Slick Pick from my portfolio. Me yes, too. There Me you too. go. <laughs> so they're giving away a complimentary one year classic gallery plan that's a retail value of $60. Well worth it. What? Now it does say for this giveaway, just like the US only, this one is new customers only, which if any indication, me knowing how it is, it's some web guy that said there's a reason why it can't happen. That's usually <laughs> what it is. There's a what in the database way. won't do this and it won't It'll connect in here. And, and then, then it then has then to be new, new customer only, gotcha. which I hate, but it just the way the world works. All right. All right. But so. Slick Pick is awesome. Uh, in fact, Slick Pick sponsored, uh, uh, was one of the sponsors and, and producers of the photoclave that I was at speaking at on Sunday and Monday. Mm -hmm. And I, I hung out with Sam from Slick There Pick you go. And, and more on that later. All but right. I found my picture. So this is not fries, but look, this is from Santorini. This is the sandwich. Just look at this. Right behind it is the plate of fries. See the yellow? Oh, yes. That's, <laughs> I that's see the yellow. It. That's yeah. a fry. Let me tell you. It's a little fry background. Dude, Boca fry. The, the, Boca fry. I like that. I, okay. I don't know what they do to their tomatoes, 
But their tomatoes are like from another planet. It's amazing. Okay. They don't put the crap on it that we put. They probably don't put like pesticides. Like pesticides, whatever. Dude, I'm telling you, the food in Santorini is going to blow people away. So it it doesn't really matter if you're even a photographer. If you just like good food and hanging out with me and Eric, come to Santorini. (laughs) All right. All right. let's, Let's focus on our story. All right. I want to tell you about this guy's thing first. All right. Let me let me just pull it up here. I have it. I have it here. And, and this is really interesting. Again, I ran across this last night. All right, so let me just pop this out. All right, so the guy's name is James Broadbent, and he is the CEO of Narrative. He wrote this thing on his predictions, all right? So this is really interesting and scary, and I hate it. He says there's a new vendor on the block. So what he's basically saying here is, if you go to shoot a wedding or yep. you go to shoot an event, you're going to have to deal with a new vendor and it's not the video guy it's the content creators that are being hired by brides and grooms Mm -hmm. separately so they're going to hire a video person they're going to hire a photographer and then they're going to hire content creators that are going to create content for their TikToks, mm-hmm. for their Facebook page, oh, yeah. for their stories on Instagram. So now that you're now, there's a new group you have to work with as we keep moving further down the food I'm chain. I'm like throwing up just thinking about this. And, and, and what he talks about here is like he said, some of these, um, some of these vendors, uh, um, yeah. you don't have to keep looking at that page there, uh, hey. Jason. Thank hey. you. All right. <laughs> some of these vendors um, will will be passive and they'll in the background and they're doing yeah. their thing and they're sh- and they get some of them want to be the stars of the show and they're going to be jumping up in front of you and saying can you do this can you do that all right everybody jump you know all that yeah. kind of stuff that content creators do that was the first one I read and I'm like oh crap and photographers will be tripping over them. I know <laughs> all over them yeah so I mean this is definitely yeah it's definitely something that I see happening yeah and you know definitely. what though I, I get it because we you have to do what the customer wants. Yeah. Right? And the customer today, the young brides and grooms, mm-hmm. obviously there's concerned about the TikTok of their and the stories of their and I don't mean story of like love story, I mean the Facebook story and the uh, Instagram stories, the little live short videos. They're as concerned about that as they are getting a traditional wedding book. Mm-hmm. Well, so right? with this, I think what's interesting about about it, and I, he kind of puts that at the end of end of this prediction, is I think this is going to be like an evolution that we as photographers, we as videographers, kind of have to go ourselves down this path. Right, where we got to start incorporating using phones, using uh, devices, uh, recording, that it might be something like I understand and I totally get it because it makes me kind of want to, and uh, <laughs> it uh, makes me kind of want to, it's just cringy. But I mean, like you said, that's where customers are going and that's yeah. what they want. And then you have to decide as the vendor, do I even want to do that? Right. Do we want to put mm-hmm. up with that? But I mean, well, See, I think we're, we're always we're in an ever evolving industry. The photography industry yeah. from the days of film. You know, I remember when you know when Photoshop came along. Everybody was like, "Oh, we can't do this." You know, it, it's ever evolving. Everything's changing. And, He's right, and, and we have to adapt to these changes. We have to you know learn these things that if we want to be successful, we want to continue yes. doing what we love. You know, we have to make sure that we we adapt to these. Yeah, um, AI I, is another. I one. agree with everything you said. I just well, hate it. Uh, no, and well, I, we don't I, have to like it. And we I, just have to do it. I agree, because <laughs> that's where, like, I do think that, like, like what you just said, we have to adapt to like AI is the next yeah. one, and that's that's the other evolution. But it's interesting because 
as a photographer and as a it, as we are content creators it's just that's a different name for it right i get what they're saying there as a photographer as a videographer there are certain principles though like defining principles that will will never change right? right and i think that's why we cringe sometimes when we're looking at it and i think the hardest thing that i have a lot of times is buying into trends you know and and really getting into trends because they go in and out of style where like the classic photography stuff the the fundamentals never go out of style right they never do they're just like always there and and if we are delivering content yeah. in the photography world that is eye-opening that people look at oh wow i've never yeah. seen anything like that before you know we will still continue to you know, the, the, the photographers will still continue to be. Well, and, you know, so a segue here, Scott, right? We, we, we got to take a break. But, you know, one of the things we didn't talk about in the opening is there's a, a workshop that we have coming up. There's a very, very special workshop. It's not Eric or I, but we are helping to produce it. And we're going to show you the trailer for it. And it is with one of the greatest living legends of photography. And... Rick? Another of the another greatest, of the greatest another <laughs> of the greatest Lyra. There are a number of li living legends. This is one of them, and so take a look at this. I I got to see this last week, and and I was blown away. And well, and and I think that's where I'm saying is like there are things though that you need to understand as a photographer that make you a photographer. Oh I yeah, agree. and I guarantee Absolutely. the one thing I know from this guy. And the thing I've learned from this guy is the things that make a photographer. Like, a, if you want to be, I want to be a photographer. Photographer, I want to be legit. Watch this. Hello, visionaries and future master photographers. I'm Joe McNally, and I've been called the pro's pro, which I'll take. You know, since day one of my career, I've tried to be a complete photographer. That's why today I'm unveiling a six-day masterclass in photography. It's called The Complete Photographer. This is a deep dive. I've never done anything that is of this scope, the density of detail, the exclusivity of it. If you are interested in taking your skills from here and go off the charts, if you want to skyrocket your camera work and your artistry, this, as they say in the movies, is your golden ticket. This is not your run-of-the-mill workshop. Let's forget the fluff. This is serious. This is high-end. This is hands-on. This is intensive. Because of that, I'm partnering my friends at Kelby One, who are worldwide leaders in photographic training. I'm going to take a lifetime of experience and basically give it to 12 people. We're going to do a deep dive into the exhilarating, frustrating, unpredictable world of photography. This workshop is hyper-focused, one-on-one journey with me for six relentless days. It's not a vacation, it's not a photo tour, it's real-world masterclass. You might not ever view photography as a way to make your living. That's okay. What you need to succeed as a photographer is confidence. Confidence to approach the camera, to approach a client, 
to deal with a difficult subject. Someone who understands what it means to fight for an image and know that you will fail. Failure is part of this. As it's been said, failure is a form of progress. And I can tell you over 40 years, I've made a lot of progress. Our setting, we'll be working in the studio, but also on location in environments that will, as they say nicely, will challenge you, okay? I prefer to look at it as a photographer, as a location that's gonna kick my ass. It's going to push you. It's going to challenge you to take the camera into an unfriendly environment and still come out with a photograph. We're gonna start with a cocktail soiree, beautiful dinner, and a presentation that I'll create that literally touches on almost every genre of photography. Photojournalism, illustration work, concept-driven photography. I'll be talking about and showing the 15-minute cover try with a celebrity and stories that took months in the field. Day two will set the tone. This is the foundation. Photographos, from the original Greek word, to write with light. Lighting is more than just illumination. It's the language of emotion and mood. We're gonna journey through the spectrum. We're gonna decode both the science and the art of light. We're also gonna break apart your portfolios, okay? Think of your portfolio as a car going into the shop. We're gonna tear down the engine, take all the parts off, put it back together, and it's gonna be faster. Day three through five, it's gloves off, okay? There's gonna be daily critiques. There's gonna be field work that is absolutely riveting. There's gonna be time in the studio and time in the field. Your head will be spinning, okay? This will be a class that is just as eclectic and complex as the world we are sent out to photograph. Okay, it's an all-access pass, right? What you are getting is a vault of information. I've covered multiple Olympics for clients like Time, Sports Illustrated, ABC Television. I'm not bragging. If you know me, you know I don't do that. I'm just a guy with a camera, right? I've always felt that about this job of photography. This is hard work and I continue to push ahead as hard as I possibly can to keep getting better at this. Now I'm gonna give you the key to that confidence. Day six is Revelation Day. Call it Independence Day. I've seen too many movies, okay? You'll have had an experience by that time where boundaries have been shattered, okay? And you'll celebrate the leaps in your craft. I mean, again, it's not just from here to there, it's off the charts. You will have developed not only a portfolio of pictures, but an arsenal of skills and the audacity to use them. Audacity is a great word because being a photographer in this very difficult world out there, this complex sort of endeavor that we engage in and we love, Okay, it's an audacious task. What you're asking people for is to spend time with your view of the world. And the only way you can do that is to make your pictures just go straight to somebody's heart. During the week, I'll be accessible all week, basically, for consultations, okay?
okay? Even passing breaks might turn into a tiny piece of wisdom that unlocks something inside of you. I can't tell you how many people have taken a class with me and one thing, they come back and say, you know, this day, this week, whatever it is, was worth it for that one thing. And this is gonna be the entire week of those one things. And during the week, everything we do, nuances, shoots, lectures, will be put on video that you'll be able to access forever. I've always said I'd rather have a new picture than a new lens. And yes, you have to invest in the camera locker. You need the tools. But this masterclass, this is an investment that multiplies exponentially. You'll gain here knowledge that will not only pay for your next lens, but will help you create images that keep you going, keep your career alive, keep you passionate. Images that for other people will resonate and inspire. That's hard work and that's what this class is about. So if you're ready to seize this unparalleled exclusive opportunity, because the next chapter in your photographic journey can start right here, right now. I look forward to witnessing your transformation. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that, that's, wow. All right, we just got some comments. <laughs> yeah, from like here. Jill saying, uh, Joe's amazing. I attended one, an in-person lighting class of his uh, 10 years ago and learned so much. Fernando, Chiquinando, saying this is going to be an awesome workshop. Wish I could make it. Um, we understand Judy. he's got to come across the, the pond. But yeah, uh, yeah Judy from uh, NY saying, wow, this has to be a very special workshop. Who doesn't love Joe? And oh it yeah, it's true. Like what he, a, we were talking about on the break. He sees stuff so differently. In fact, John, you were talking about yeah. you went on a workshop. Of, I did. Workshop I went on a workshop his. with Joe McNally, um, with other Kelby One members. With Chiki Nando was there with me, and and he's just amazing. He sees light in a way that is just off the charts, and and most importantly, he sees light the way the camera sees light. That which, and 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 the good thing when you attend one of his workshops, he teaches you how to do that. He teaches you how to see light in a yeah. different way, which makes the picture so much more powerful and so much more dramatic, romantic, and, and really emotional. He has a, if you look at Joe's work, it's really, really emotional. It's really incredible stuff. It is. You <laughs> know what's interesting, uh, John, is, you know, because your primary genre that I would say is like uh, landscape and travel, yes, right? That's correct. But that's not Joe's, right? No. But it's that it doesn't matter. Yep. It's like it's the principles apply, and that's what I love. Absolutely. You know, is that the principles apply to everybody's work. Absolutely. No matter what genre of photography you shoot, Joe McNally has something for you. <laughs> and I, I want to go back to something crazy. you said, John. Sure. You, I mean, it's great that you got to be with Joe, but Cheeky Nando? Cheeky yeah, Nando is... Dude, Cheeky Nando. When I, um, I, I first started to learn to meet Fernando at that workshop. That was the first time I met him. And we have a little group called the City Clickers. And we travel around the different cities. We, we did two trips in New York City already where we did a whole lot of photography together. And now in June, we're all going to Lisbon, to Portugal. Oh, cool. And Chiki Nando's going to be a, a greatest fo uh, uh, photo guide in the city. And, and oh, some of the other there is no better. There. there is no better. Now, 
There may be a point in which he wants you to try Portuguese stew. I heard about the Portuguese stew. Do not do it. <laughs> Don't fall for it. It is like looking into the bowels of hell <laughs> in a bowl. <laughs> do not. Don't let him do that. He, he tricked us into it. And never again. I lost three inches in height <laughs> just from that one meal. All right. You did that on the grid one time where your seat sunk down. That, that yeah. was from that, that Portuguese stew. I, I don't know what the hell is going on. Okay. Let's, let's roll on with what we've got here. But anyway. All right. This one's interesting. And I hey, think we're going to have some input from Rick on this one. Hey, where can they go sign up for Joe's workshop? They where go to uh, kelby1.com forward slash workshops. There we go. kelby1.com forward side there it is right there all right yep. okay and it's, it's for a very very limited number of people grab one of the last seats and and be there it's it's you'll you'll never experience it i mean when do you get a chance to do something like that it's crazy once okay. in a lifetime once in a lifetime all right we're moving on uh to the article from narrative and number two is 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 and he's right ai is here to stay get it or get lost so basically what he's saying is ai is never going to predict you know going to replace a photographer, yeah. but it will revolutionize the creative process. And I think I it is already, I, I think it's already doing that. And we're all using it. We've all been using it for a while. Yeah. Anytime you hit select subject in Photoshop or Lightroom, yeah. select sky, you use any of right. the masking tools, you use the object select tool. There's all these things that we take for granted right. that we just choose and boom, boom, boom. And that's all AI powered. Essentially, AI is just giving us an opportunity to do things that we've always done, but just do them faster. Yeah. And, yeah. and do that. And, and who doesn't want to get their work done faster? You yeah. go, especially if you're in photography as a business, you want to get your work out to your clients faster. And AI gives us the ability to do that. I don't that, think people so. are worried about that aspect of it. But what happens is they go online and they see TikTok videos of people just creating stuff from scratch, right? Create, and then, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's art. We're, we've all done that, right? I mean, yeah. that's, mm -hmm. you know, from when we were little kids drawing, you know, here's the sun, it's yellow and clouds. There's nothing wrong with that. That's art. But I think photographers feel threatened when they see, oh, add a pond here, here comes stuff. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that stuff is, is fun. And, and th yeah. there's no reason we shouldn't be able to do that. But I think that photographers feel like, oh, well, you have an advantage over me because I didn't have, I, I won't add stuff to my thing and you will. And so you're cheating and I, you know, it's just like anytime you hear somebody that goes, oh, I don't use Photoshop. It's like sky replacement, right? It yeah. Like sky well, replacement. isn't technology like pretty much most of the time always giving us an advantage? I mean, the CD was an advantage over the cassette and the eight-track tape. Oh, yeah. The, the, now we got streaming music, which is an advantage over the CD. I mean, it's you can look in just about any industry and yeah. technology but, is But I don't think a whole things. lot of people were threatened by the CD. No, unless you not. were Unless you were in the cassette-making business, right. in which case you were very threatened. But I don't, I don't think that... I think that like musicians and, and recording studios and stuff saw all that as a great opportunity. Nobody was threatened by it. Photographers were threatened by it. Hey, I, well, I want to... You I know, wanna, I, would, I would love to get Rick's that's opinion. What I just, that was yeah. my next sentence yeah. was, I want to hear from Rick, because Rick does a lot of really clever and creative things, mm -hmm. but as we know, I mean, Rick is a very famous photographer. So what are your thoughts on all this, Rick? Well, I think we have to embrace like new technology, right? And I think the people who are against it, you know, we dealt with this back in August. Susan and I really embraced it, uh, AI back in August. And you guys remember the conversations sure. that we had. And I was getting slammed. 
by people who really didn't understand it, right? Oh, you're stealing this person's image, right? They don't understand it. So I think if you understand it and you're not hurting anybody, and if you're honest, I think it's really honest. We were just up in, uh, over in uh, Delray Beach at a place called Wakotahatchee. And I was photographing these beautiful pink flamingos. And I put five of them in one frame. Right? So I'm, I'm creating art, like you said. And if we're not hurting anybody, if we're being honest, and yeah. I think I've never had more fun. Well, I always have fun. I have fun at Woodstock. <laughs> I think. I, really think. I, I, I think. seem to remember it might have been fun. Yeah, but I think we really just have to understand, uh, understand it and embrace it and be honest. Absolutely. Right. But that's the thing, Rick. You always yeah. say, I generated right. this, this was yeah. done, right. you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with doing any of that as long as you disclose it. Right. And, and, and look, there were people that have been caught winning major competitions right. before AI existed yeah. that set up the shot, added things that weren't mm -hmm. there, yeah. took things out, added things in Photoshop, did all kinds of stuff. They put a big sun behind everything yeah. and there was no sun. They've done all kinds of things that they've been caught with before AI. Right. AI makes it easier, but at the end of the day, if you're gonna be a cheat, you're gonna be a cheat, right? right. That's, that's, that has more to do with you as <laughs> yeah. the artist yeah. than it does to, with the right. tools. Right. Yeah. But Honesty I think, is the best policy. Yeah, and, and, Rick, and Rick does that. When you, Rick yeah. yeah. creates it, but I gotta tell you, Rick, we talked about this on the grid, we talked about what happened yeah. to you. Man, people came after you, and it was a, it was a group of friends yeah, yeah. that all came. It was like these guys got together and said, all right, it's like they all called each other and said, did you see what Rick said? Yeah. Go get it. Yeah, and we're going to gang up. They all kind of ganged up. Yeah, one guy said, I'm going to lose my credibility, right? How am I going to lose my credibility, right? <laughs> I'm being honest about it. And actually, this started, Susan and I, I don't know if they could pull it up here, but we have a new book. It's called Wild Wanderers. And we used, we embraced AI. And what this book is about is these animals from like Africa going to Antarctica. And it's on Amazon. There it is, Wild yeah. Wanderers. Across. Yeah, I've, I've seen this. Yeah. And it has AI on the book cover, right? So we taught, we were honest about this. Yeah. So I think if we're honest, right, Susan? Yes. Yes. And, and there's like new competitions, photo competitions, where they're saying, hey, if you used AI, right. just, just say us. what you did. Just tell us. And just tell us what you did. Right. And then we'll judge it based on that. Like, oh, that, because I could see when you look at a photo and someone says, I added this, and you go, well, that was very clever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's a creativity to what you choose to add and yeah. not add, and you know, and, and there's a whole line of creativity that's based on what you decide to do or not to do yeah. based on AI. I also want to give our friend Jack Resnicki uh, a shout out here because while we were working on this book, I was talking to him a lot about you know the legal side of this and the copyright. Jack's amazing, copyright Jack. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he he's he's mm -hmm. fantastic. Oh, he's yeah. a super great photographer and a great guy yeah, yeah. too. Just a and really. He had, but he understands AI. He follows all this stuff. Right. And uh, again, we just have to embrace it, and we did. And thank you guys again for. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm calling you guys, oh, all these guys are against me. <laughs> uh, no, they're not. They're they're just against. Well, change. that's what that, that's it's yeah, not it you. goes back to it's what we were talking you. about earlier. You, we have to be adaptable to that stuff. We've yeah, gotta, we got We can't just throw up the the wall. And can I just put a quick plug into? I, I Rick knows this already. I am a big fan of his books. I, I read every one of them. <laughs> I, I, and Rick and Rick's not paying me to say this, but maybe maybe he should. Maybe he should. <laughs> I think. I, I but, think uh, should. but Tracy and I, we did a trip down the Oregon coast one time and we took Rick's book along with us. Um, it was like he was along on the journey with us. We were just reading all the different things. I just I just love his books so much. Cool. And and I highly recommend them. I just wanted to give that little plug in for well, well, John Rick said he has a small 
a small bag he wants to give you before you leave. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm, so. I'm looking Thank forward you. to seeing what's in that bag. And he says it's really going to mellow you out. All right, all right. Oh, this, hey. this one hurts. This the, next one. Hurts. All right, the last the last one. Uh, the last line of this is AI is going to elevate the baseline of what is good. Photographers will yeah. lean into AI more in more varied ways to elevate their work to the next level. Successful photographers will upskill with AI to push ahead, while those who don't will use it to produce work that lags behind. Yowch! Uh, I'm 100% right. in agreement with that. Okay. The return of the naughty. This is the one. Oof. Oh, the naughty. All right. This one, this one is going to surprise you. And this is one of the ones. This is when I picked up the, the, the email to, to send to Kuna because he goes, all right, so fashion and photography are best friends. But he, what he's saying is that the, the trends from the early 2000s are coming back in 24. And this is the way fashion is. It Guys, is. you know how fashion is. It regurgitates itself, right? Yes. And you'll see there, there are fashions trend. that people are wearing, the, the new trend, all right? They'll think, think bright flash, grainy texture, point and shoot style. And he says, we're already seeing people uh, using handy cams for that old school look. Did you see, I saw a stat recently that one of the hottest selling things are old used point and shoots. Yeah. That, they're, that those have become hot. Yeah, they because want the look. They want that grainy, noisy, funky, weird look. And, and he says, you're gonna see these pre-digital age return, the Dutch angle. So what Dutching is, and that's kind mm -hmm. of a, a Hollywood or old photography turn, is where you literally shoot crooked. You take the shot and you're intentionally turning your camera. Like very intentional. Very yeah. intentional. And that was really big in wedding photography. Now it's kind of dated now, but apparently it's, it's not. Coming back. It's coming back. It so that's died. the Dutch angle. The other is food ready. Photography too is this great. one. Oh, food, food photography. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's very still big in food yeah, photography. Yeah. All right. This one has got This die. one. Ready? The second one. Selective color. Ugh. Selective color. Teenagers who never knew Photoshop are picking up cameras with selected color preloaded, and the trend is going to take off. Mm. All right, now. <laughs> Photographers love that. <laughs> while they're talking about it, I'm going to show you how we use oh. today's technology, right? Today's Lightroom to do it. I mean, there's it. certain, like, that's what I was talking about earlier. Like, I, I get, I, I, what I don't want to do as, as me as a photographer is I hate jumping onto trends. I agree. Right. I want my work to be my work and this is right. what I do and this is how I shoot and this is, I'm doing this, like I'm not doing this to, um, Rick Rubin actually has a good book on this where he talks about the creativity and all yes. that. And like, you need to be doing this for you first. Yeah, I right? agree. And like, I need to be like, I am creating this art this is my photography, and if you like this, you like right. this. And one of the and, greatest... and when you jump on trends, you're just jumping onto that trend. Right? I totally agree with you, Eric. One of the greatest gifts I can ever receive from another photographer, especially, or even someone who's not a photographer, when I say, I, when, as soon as I looked at your picture, as soon as yes, I saw, that's it. I knew it was yours before I even saw who that's it was my from, win. You know, that, that's my that win. That is like the greatest okay. compliment. Can I raise my hand here? Because mm -hmm. they're looking at this through a very narrow scope. We are. Here's, yeah. here's the reality. If you're a working photographer and you're getting hired and this is what your customer wants, you it's better true. follow the trends. You now, have to. If you're shooting rockets, you can put your foot down and go, there are no rocket trends. It's true. If there's a rocket trend, Eric's probably setting it. 
So you don't have, he doesn't have to worry about it. But for everybody <laughs> else, landscape too, <laughs> landscape, you know, like with landscape and travel. Yeah, absolutely. I know, but I'm just. Saying. I get what you're saying here. Like it is very much like the way he's. This vein is design, or this article is designed for people who um, are are doing like wedding and portrait right right well what's what narratives customer is yeah. right their customer are people that are high volume portrait and wedding and things like that all right look, take a look on my screen real quick i'm just going to show you this let's get my screen back here all right okay so here's what you'll do now to bring back this awful awful thing i'm going to show you go to the masking tool in lightroom get the object selection tool and just choose like this bouquet i'm just making an example all right, you choose the bouquet, it selects the bouquet. You're gonna go over here and hit the invert button. And all you do is go to saturation and done. That's it, that's selective color. That's where you leave one part of the image in color and the rest in black and white. Now, I will say this, and I've said this forever. Photographers hate selective color. Mm -hmm. And but clients, clients love it. Love it. They, <laughs> they love do. it. They love it. They love it. I always get requests. They for that. love it. If <laughs> yep, you do select your color, they're just going to go, oh, that is so cool. And other photographers yep. are like, that's the truth. Ugh, ugh. Yeah, but the way, the way you did it there the, is a little bit more intentional. I, where I've seen a lot of it, they'll go with just the yellow. Oh yeah, like you have the, red sneakers, yeah, and like it's just, just I just happened to pick a photo yeah. that had a bunch of colorful yeah, stuff. Yeah, and, and I would do even more on, on that picture. I would make the contrast a little different with the black and white part of yeah. the image, and and and, re and reduce even some of the saturation. Well, now John's taking it to a whole other level. Yeah, well, so that's just we're up in the he's up in the game. Yeah, I just I just pulled up a bridal image that I had. So all right. Um, sorry, well, it was also the sepia look. Was, was yeah, and the sepia back. look yeah. is coming back, right? Which I kind of like I the, love sepia the sepia look. look. I love. Yeah, I, always, I always like. Hey, that. can I show how to do sepia look? Absolutely. Yeah. All right, let me let me show you because I have a great technique for this. Actually, I actually have a very nice technique for sepia. All right, here we go. <clears throat> All right, this is really easy. One of my favorite pictures here. The the thank you. <laughs> One of the hardest things that you're going to have to do is to not overdo this. Is not mess with it. All right, and that is go here to the color grading. All right, well, first make it black and white. That's step one. Just go and hit the black and white. Step two, go to color grading. Do not touch the midtones. Do not touch the highlights. Just go to the shadows and go towards a, a brownish. Yeah. And you're done. Now, this is, you know what I realized? All it's, this is not the best photo for this. Yeah, it is. Hold on. I, I'll get it. just I, got that blown up. Yeah, look. here, we'll do it here. Let's go to here, black and white, same bride, black and white, color grading, go to the midtones, and there's your sepia. Yep. That, and that's really, here, just to make it a little darker. All right, that's it. That's, that's instant sepia tone. Now, this is, a, this is a not just a 2000s look. You're talking sepia tones going back to the 40s the and stuff. The wild, wild west. Yes. The wild, wild west. All right, I want to <laughs> yeah. hear Rick Wayne on all yeah. this. Rick, Dutch Angle, what are your thoughts? You mean going like this? Yeah. I have a friend. I had a friend, Dr. Dick Zakia. He was an RIT professor. And he had a, a tip, a great tip. He said, use your camera like a spaceship. In other words, move it up. I guess it would be updated now. Use your camera like a drone. But move it up, <laughs> move it down, tilt yep, it to the yep. left and tilt it to the right. So tilting it, this is great for fashion and beauty and uh, rock, rock stars, but not so much for landscapes. <laughs> no, yeah. not good for landscapes. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, that's, again, that's, remember their audience yeah. is portrait and land. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I no, think no, that's the Dutch angle is, is really is really. All right, cool what thing. are your thoughts on uh, selective color? Uh, I, I love selective color. Actually, in the iPhone conference that's coming up, Susan's uh, going to show an app that does it very very quickly, what? and I really like it. I yeah. think it's just. Fun to do, and you could do it really fast with an app. Well, you everything always, Susan Salmon does, I love. Susan okay. always knows the hot apps. apps. She always yeah. knows. The I app. like the apps. I do. And she does it with such happiness. And Susan, I was I was telling your story in California. I was telling the story of how Susan made me look stupid in China. <laughs> And no, it's Susan was the one that made me really, right. really start to change the way I think about my phone. Because I used to think of my phone as a worst case scenario backup. You did, you did, and I remember after yeah. that trip was where you changed. And it. I was like, freaking really Susan, yeah, made Susan opened my eyes. Oh, was it the one on the, the boat on the? Because yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I only know that yeah. because I had been arguing the whole thing of. The phones, the phones, the yeah. phones, and after that trip, he was like, "Oh, the phones." Yeah, the phones. The phones. It's just a tool. I mean, really, it's the, the yeah. phone is it, the camera's just the tool. Exactly. All right, here we go. <laughs> Number four on the same article: Blur is big. Twenty-four will bring on more blur. The blur emphasizes movement. I think he's talking about slow shutter speed is what he's really talking about. He says, "When it's well done, it's a method of storytelling that resonates with the audience." Agreed. Think longer sessions that'll uh, be mostly blurred photos done in a more thoughtful way than we're used to. Blur will break into areas that hasn't been popular previously like video. Along with blur, we'll see more lens flare for that nostalgic analog look. Yeah, that, yeah I think it's that's more, what a lot of this is. Yes. You're coming back to the film analog. Yeah, we're going old school. We're yeah. going old school going. with it. And I think I think some of that will be like intentional. I think that's more talking like intentional camera movement yeah. where you're showing motion. Yeah, you're up, yeah. you're blurring, and that is a big thing in portraits now. They have like mm -hmm. little blur, and it, I mean it work looks weird to me as a landscape photographer because I'm like, why isn't it yeah. sharp? Right, but I get it. Well, right. I, I I sometimes do it in cityscape photography, is where I have trains that I'm yep, looking in yep. a scene and I want to show motion in the train. Yeah, um, oh, but yeah. you could also show it too in in a wedding for photography during a reception when people are dancing. You could show blur. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah showing I movement. And in fact, I did a whole thing when I was doing this. I was doing a keynote on travel photography, and one of my examples was on showing motion mm -hmm. and why you, why you want to show motion. I showed people walking, I showed uh, tuk-tuks in India moving, and different, I showed all these different examples, uh, uh, scooters going by and stuff, and how to pan with them and all that kind of stuff. All right, this next one is the one I, I don't necessarily agree with. I think it's further down the road than he is saying. Uh, he's talking about the VR and AR revolutions here, and he's talking about Apple launching the first Vision Pro this year, and it'll change photography forever. So <laughs> I, I think that is way, way years off. So first off, the Vision Pro is wildly expensive. When you get your extra battery in your case and stuff, it's around $4,000 for an entertainment device. It is literally just an entertainment device. No one's really yeah, going to... that's the only way I can see it being used right now. It, right. it is. Yeah. You're going to watch movies on it and music and stuff, and I don't have one. And my friend Terry White does. Terry has two of them. He has one and Terry one for his wife. Terry has everything electronic. Terry has everything. Terry White Tech Blog. And Terry tells me about it every day. And he sends me videos. And he does demos for me. And it is, I think it is a truly amazing piece of technology that is not going to change photography for a long, long time. So the next one doesn't come out for, what are they saying, 18 months. They're saying before mm -hmm. the next one comes out. In 18 months, it will be better, but it's, let's just say it's not 4,000 anymore. 
let's say it's 2,000. It's still going to be this many people that have one, this many people that create mm -hmm. content for it. it. It's We're years and years and years off from what I think what he says in number five. I don't want to take anything away from him. It's his prediction. I just think this prediction is ahead of itself. I think it's just... This a is a little. hard. It's a hard one too because we had this. We've had this VR and AR like prediction for like decades. Actually, yes. Yes. you can actually go back to the '90s when we had the headsets. Yeah. We used to go to the mall and put on a headset and like try the video games and all that stuff. Yeah. Like we've had this for a long and time. We had the meta, and it's just and never really caught on you know it's just never hey, really 3d like, glasses at the movie haven't caught 3d on. glasses nobody yeah. likes to wear 3d glasses no, you yeah. know all right so i think that this one of all of them probably is the one that is it, he's right i think he's just early i think he's i think he's not just a year or two early i think he's many years early now i could see for again where i see the vision pro like you, you were talking about this it's entertainment like i could yeah. see where putting your content into three dimensions putting your pictures into three dimensions having it be yeah, virtual your audience is going to be i know so tiny. it's going to be tiny now he goes on that uh, it talks about ar well so as well and you're seeing that where they're showing here's what my print would look like in my living room yeah. like you can go to these websites and say i, I want to make this print i want to see how it would look not on a mock-up couch I want to see how it's going to look in my living room, and you can right. do that. But there's not a big market for that. I mean, it's a small market for, for uh, that augmented I'll reality. I'll tell you what, I love augmented reality when it comes to photo pills. Yes. Now, oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know, it do, Use it that guy does, that. Right. But, but <laughs> how many apps can we name between no. us? Rick, augmented reality? Do you use any augmented reality apps? No. No. What about no. Susan? She's the app queen no. in your house. I think I'm going to look for one. There you yeah. go. There, there <laughs> yeah, that's I'll only, find one. Wait, wait. That's only because Susan likes to be on top of whatever the hot app is. And you know what? Susan's going to find one. Too. Susan, yeah. doesn't, Susan doesn't really care about augmented reality, but she wants to know. She's the app queen. If you want to yeah. know, she was showing me crap years ago that she's like in these apps, and I'm like, I got to get that app. I don't know what it is. Susan's, yep. Susan's an app queen. I don't know. She is. All right, let's move on to number six. Oh, well, you know what? Let's take a break. We got a couple more. I, I really, I don't want you to see it yet. It's number seven. I really, I really think is neat. Yeah. We're going to look at number six. There are six. some cool ones on here. And number six, is, he's, I think he's pretty good here. Let's take a short break. When we come back, Rick and Susan are standing by. Susan's probably built an app. <laughs> while, while we're She'll on break, we'll come back. Reality I built an augmented reality app <laughs> during the break. John during Dukes break. is here. What the hell, John Dukes? <laughs> <laughs>
This segment of The Grid is brought to you by Platypod, the world's most compact tripod base. Mm, look at that jib. Mm, look at that jib work. It's smooth, <laughs> smooth and creamy. Welcome back, everybody. John Dukes is here. Rick and Susan Salmon. The Salmons are here. And, uh, and Mr. Kuhn is here. And we're yeah. all here. And we're just changing from screen to screen. Um, all right. We are, we are going through the uh, blog post here on narrative.com. And uh, it's on the future of photography. We're at number six. All right, number six is cameras have built-in AI. It's already happening. Now, this is true. We've had facial recognition and eye focus yep. and things like that. That yeah, is, even, that is we even have true. eye tracking. Hey, did you, wait, did you do your, your uh, shout-outs yet? No, we haven't done any shout-outs. Shout oh, do out. some no. shout-outs real quick here. Well, we know Fernando Fernando is from Lisbon. Uh, Cheryl saying hi from uh, sunny but chilly Port St. Lucie, Florida. Yes, it's a little chilly down here for chilly. us. For us, the, these northerners are like, this is great. And we're like, this <laughs> yeah. is freezing. It was 20 degrees yeah. when I left home. Uh, Lou saying hi from Wake Forest. Uh, Jesse saying hi uh, from a sunny and kind of warm Wisconsin. Lenworth Johnson photography is in the house. Uh, he is such a nice guy, Lenworth. Yep. And, uh, you know, I never liked him. <laughs> no, he's a super, super nice guy. Jim saying hi from Minnesota. Peter saying hi from SoCal. Uh, Thomas saying hi from Germany. I uh, got Dave. I think he's from saying, Dusseldorf. Yep, saying hi from Nottingham, England. There you All go. right, let's go. All right. So anyway, he's talking that cameras will have AI and they're going to do more. Um, he mm -hmm. said there are cameras out there now where you can drop a LUT, all right? So a lookup table right into the electronic viewfinder so you can see uh, your edit live as you shoot. Mm -hmm. He said more and more of this is in the pipeline. Cameras will have, be built-in AI editors in the hardware so you can immediately edit the photos. Here's what I think. I don't agree with that. I don't no, agree with don't this either. either. Uh, Here's no. what I think. The camera companies are so flipping slow, slow. to implement anything. I agree. Your phone camera? You can do all kinds I, of crazy I do have crap. a prediction there, though. Oh, let's if go. If one of the camera manufacturers actually did it, they would, own it. Oh, they they, would own it. 
Right. OM Systems if added. They did it right. I think OM <laughs> they did Systems. Did it right? Yeah. OM Systems, the first one, they added a graduated neutral density filter inside the camera. Now, this is weird. We the, all the all this show was shot on Canon cameras, right? We have cinema cameras and we have regular Canon, you know, nice cameras. They have built-in ND filters for video. Yep. They can turn them yes. on. I need a darker pop, video. Pop, just pop. pop a little button and they pop them in. Where's ours for stills? Like, are you kidding me? After all this time, we can't darken the lens. You can't put something artificial or hardware version in front of it. Nope. We Which have to you go can buy do on an iPhone. And screw on. You, you can do, do it on, on an iPhone. iPhone. You know, I would prefer to do that <clears throat> in Lightroom, though. Oh, well, Lightroom does it better yeah. because for the, there's all the graduated kinds of, one, yeah. Yeah. yeah but the now the regular one, yeah. I would yeah. much rather have it done in camera. Oh, much rather. Because like the camera. iPhone and the Samsung will do it, yeah. and it looks just like yeah. you have an ND filter. I need, filter I need it. I need a. Right. If I want an eight-minute exposure, I should be able to dial in. I need a twenty-stop and just you know. Yeah, just yeah. go. But I shouldn't have to go and buy a filter and screw it on and carry it around with me and change filters. But and, we love doing that stuff. No, we don't, John. <laughs> we hate it. You I love doing it. it. No, all right. I hate it. It's this next one. All right, number seven, I think, is really, really good. Look at this. Flash is finally back in. Now, Flash never went away. No. It says natural light is out. I don't believe that natural light is out because I think most photographers will be shooting natural light because it's easy and it's available. You don't have to learn Flash. However, I love that, that he thinks that Flash is back in because once you learn to be able to use flash because yeah. when you shoot natural light what you are is essentially a part-time photographer you shoot yeah. during the day yeah. you can shoot on the right kind of weather i can't shoot in this window i can't shoot outside because it's direct light it's a whole bunch of cans but with flash it's a whole bunch of cans i can shoot at midnight i can shoot at four in the morning i can create directional light i can create shadows i can use multiple light sources you can do so much yeah. stuff Flash is so awesome. So when we have the I love reading to this. Light and make it do what we want it to do. The sky's the limit with your photos. Now he says the heavier use of direct flash photography will play a major role in bringing this aesthetic to life. Um, he said we'll see a trend towards minimum, minimalist luxury, elegant, timeless, sharp, and dramatic. Minimalist luxury in 2024. I think it's going to be extraordinary. <laughs> All right. Um, direct flash puts the focus on the subject while creating dark shadows to create a look that suggests luxury in its simplicity. Try using more flash in your work and see how it transforms. I I'm all about this. I love mm -hmm. flash. And, and you know what? Flash has never been easier. It's never been that affordable. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do my plug for today. I'm not sponsored by them. But um, FJ Westcott has a studio strobe that is battery powered. It's the FJ400. It's about the same price as if you go and buy a Canon or Nikon, really uh, one of their good flashes. Yeah, like one hot their, shoe flash. Right, mm -hmm. hot shoe flash. But it's, it has an amazing controller. It works great, and it's battery powered. Mm -hmm. Because that used to be the thing. It used to be, well, I need to use flash. Yeah, it was so hard. <laughs> because yeah. I, I, I can't run studio lights on location. Yeah, now you can do it all day long. Profoto makes them. They're really, really good. Uh, Westcott, I love their FJ400s because the Pro Photos are, the, I think, probably the world's best light. Oh, they, yeah. They're they, like a tank. They're and a they tank. are priced like the world's best light. Yeah. Now, <laughs> they are super simple. They're beautiful to look at. They're, they're the easiest lights to use, I think, anywhere. 
Yep. They're brilliantly designed. They're rugged. You can throw them off of the back of a moving car and pick it up and keep shooting. Yeah. It's amazing. If you go to a rental house anywhere in the United States, you're going to get a Profoto light because they know that they'll work and you can send them out. Westcott, is, theirs are not as beautiful and they're not quite as easy. They're not as elegant, but it's a bright flash of light and it works really, really well. And it is 25% of the price. So you can go either way. They're both fantastic, but now everyone's getting into the game. It's gotten so far that Ellen Crumb has finally decided to make one. It has taken them a lifetime. It's one of the reasons why I left Ellen Crumb was because I used to shoot nothing but Ellen Crumb. It was all my flashes yeah, mm -hmm. were Ellen Crumb. They just kind of left the, they went. You um, had to carry a battery pack around in this day, like a battery pack, really? Yeah. Anyway, I'm telling you, flash has evolved. If you're not using flash, now's the time. Now, if you do want to buy a little flash, and guys, can I tell you something that, that you're not going to believe this, but Eric knows it's true, and maybe, do you use flash? Yes, all the time. All right. Little flashes are way harder than studio strobes to use. Absolutely. Yes. They're way more complicated, and you think, oh, it's easy, it's a little bit. They're, no, they're not. They're a pain in the butt. They have the worst operating systems of anything in the world. Oh, yeah. The, the operating the, system. The is, engineer who wrote how to program it, I mean, forget it. They're, it, they're not it, photographers. And the worst one right. is, the worst one is Canons. Canons is the worst. Canons is the worst. Hold yeah. down this button and then hold like this and three fear. seconds. Oh, God. And then it, go pop this over here and they then the, roll this They are the here. worst. And you're like, can it just be like up, down? Right. No, no. And, and the fact, simple. and the fact that's that, what I do like about the pro photo where you just got the buttons and it's like, boom, boom, boom. Oh yeah. It's, it's easy. Oh no. It, it's it, But so if you think, oh, I just want to start with the flash. Don't start with the flash. It, you'll never master. I it. think that was the best, the best tip you just gave there was in everybody will say, oh, I need a flash. So they go out and buy the flash, don't like the Canon flash. flash. Right. Don't buy that. Go buy the FJ Westcat or something like yeah. that because you will be much happier for the price. You're paying the same price, yeah, and you're getting something that's so much easier to use. Pull up. And the other reason why I say to do that is because it it encourages you to not do what everybody does that makes flash terrible, and that is mount it to the top of your camera. Right. It forces oh, you to put it in the right yeah. position, which is on a stand with a modifier. In, in, in intentionally shooting and lighting up a subject just like joe mcnally does yeah you know now he'll use small flashes but you never see him using it in traditional ways no, not at all he's sculpting yeah. the light and he's he's shaping the light and he's modifying the light and that's where these these kits are they're yeah, amazing I'm, I'm looking for just a single i just want to show you the single thing but this everywhere right i go is it that one? Oh, that that's one right there eric just pointed yep. it that's not it it's this one right here or is that the 20? That's the 200. I want the yep. 400. All right, this is it right here. Look at this. It's $5.99, same price as a Nikon flash. I don't think you can get a, the good Nikon flash for that much. But anyway. You can't get the top of the line one, no. No, not. But anyway, look at this nice thing. It comes with this kit, and it has a little thing that lets you use about a bazillion soft boxes with it. Yeah. And it's so easy to use. It's got LEDs and, and the... The remote that comes, uh, you know, you have to buy the remote separate. It's 99 more bucks to get the remote. And you definitely. But it's easy to use. It's so easy to use. And it works the first time you try it. And you're like, I love this. I want to do this. <laughs> if you get a Canon flash, you're going to have to call another person that has a Canon flash to tell you how to use it. And they still won't know how to use and it. And they still and won't one, they know. One thing about that Westcott flash is get a sturdy stand for it. Don't just get a cheap little thing that'll. Yeah, get a fall. decent yeah. stand. Like, it'll, it's, you know, you need something to support it because it'll fall over and. 
break. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What kind of stance are you using, John? Yeah. I use a really, uh, Tracy can answer that question for you because she carries it all the time when we're at weddings. <laughs> Sorry, <It's> Tracy. <laughs> All right, this is what the trigger looks like. Here's the trigger. This is the trigger. You can have A, a lights, B, C, D. You just click them on yeah. and off. It's so easy to use. And there's a little use. channel button to do your channel. Yeah, and, and it's one trigger no matter what your brand is. You can say, uh, oh, now I'm using Sony. Oh, now I'm using Canon, because people use right. different, you know, stuff. Anyway, get that. All right, so I, I like what he's saying about flash. I, I don't agree yeah. with the part that, that natural light is dead. No, definitely not. I, th I think that flash Rick, Rick, may what's be the, in. what's your opinion on this whole flash thing? Well, my number one tip is if you have, if you have like a flash for your camera, <clears throat> I'm all tone it down. Take the damn flash off the camera. I agree. Right? Take it yeah. off If it. you take the damn flash and off the camera. And don't use the flash on your phone. And don't, definitely, John, definitely don't use yeah. a flash on your phone. But, you know, I love natural light. Uh, and I think the goal with using a flash is to make it look like natural light. Yeah. You know, unless you want that harsh shadow that you see in some flash, uh, some fashion photography. But, yeah, I'm a, and Susan, we're natural light people for sure. All right. Now, it, on it, the other side of it, if you, because I know you guys are into the phones, there's one guy that will be teaching next week that's oh. teaching a class. And if you want to learn how to use flash with your phone he is i Man. he's the best in the world wait he's not no. just the best he's the best in, in the, the world he's the best in the world in iphone photography yes. period yes he is the best he is alone in his field but he's gone to that next level yes like, i am going to shape light with a phone right like. but he's, he's also doing he's producing shoots that you would spend thousands of dollars to do with a dslr or mirrorless and he's spending all the same money except for he's shooting it with a phone. So he does big stuff. Like he's, he's just, he's, he's doing what big name photographers do to make big shoots. But, it, but when it's time to press the shutter, he pulls out his phone. And if you oh. saw the picture and did not know, there's no way you would know. No way you would wow. tell his no stuff. Way. He is, and now I made the mistake the other day, I was on Jefferson Graham's podcast, and I made the mistake of saying that he's one of the world's best and he was like, no, no, he is the best. I, and I'm like, son of a gun, he is. He is. He's the best. He's definitely the best iPhone It's Russell Preston Brown of Adobe. Yeah. And it's not what he does in post. It's not what he does in Photoshop or Lightroom. It's what he does mm -hmm. before he gets to Photoshop and Lightroom. It's a whole thing. It's, it's a whole, whole thing. thing. No, he does. He's very good. Yeah. It's Russell Brown. Yeah. If you go and bought Photoshop 1.0, 1.0. His name is on this flash screen. Russell Preston Brown. It's wow. on one. So he is a, a living legend. But I'm telling you what. Yeah, there is no class that I'm looking forward to more, more than, than his. his. Because I know what he's planning to do and seen some. And, and it is amazing. Yeah. I was out yeah. last year. He came to the uh, workshop we were doing out in the Badlands. And he was doing stuff with flash on the phone that I was like, Oh my gosh, I got to get into this. Wow. Like, now, this is amazing. His, his class is actually shot on location, and we flew a camera crew out to shoot it on location out in Nevada. And his phone, I'm just hearing from the editor of that class, his class is going to be amazing in all caps, he wrote. I'm telling you, guys, it would be worth it 
for you to go to the iPhone conference if you do nothing else but watch his thing. Now, when you go to the conference, you can rewatch all the classes for a year. It's two days, two tracks, plus a pre-conference session that I'm doing the day before and an orientation, uh, orientation section. Go to Kelby One Live, go sign up for it right now. You don't want to hear about it afterwards and go, oh, I should have gone, I should have gone. You know you're going to. You can yep. save 150 bucks if you sign up right now. But there will be people that don't. They'll wait to the last minute and they'll pay the extra 150 bucks. You know, you know what? I go to every conference. I love those people though that pay. I, that, everyone. That I don't even to have an iPhone, minute. and I'm going to the iPhone conference. There you go. Do you know why? <laughs> well, you know why? It doesn't really. You know, it's iPhone, a, Android. It's a, it does, it's a photography conference, but it's hard because you have to show it on the iPhone or the Android because it's totally different operating right. systems. It doesn't work like uh, Photoshop All right. is the same. All right. Uh, his last thing that he put in this article, which, you know, this is not anything earth-breaking. He just says, uh, uh, plan to spend longer amounts of time with your clients. Instead of a one-hour engagement session, it's going to be likely extend to two and three hours. Clients are demanding organic, authentic moments instead of staged poses. Embracing the natural flow of the couple in their day. It puts your storytelling skills front and center, et cetera, like that. Capturing genuine candid. I don't remember the last time anyone ever said, Scott, you're going to do my portrait. I'd like it to be posed and stiff. So <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think he's breaking any new ground there uh, on this last one, except for what, what, he, what he's saying is, you know, people are now willing to do two and three hour sessions where you mm -hmm. had a hard time getting someone to do an hour before. So that may be the case. Are you showing See, some Russell shots here? Oh, I'm just looking back at like stuff he's done. So yeah. Eric's looking on, on, on Russell's site. Well, yeah, this you've is, got like, uh, I was just up here, like, like this stuff where this is all flash. On this a, is on a phone. phone. That's like flash on That's the phone. That's crazy. Right? <laughs> on a phone. <laughs> like you can't, you gotta be kidding me. That's pretty, that's amazing. I know. Like there's him just doing a self-portrait of himself with a flash on the phone. You know? Wow. I don't know. All right. Crazy. Yeah, yeah he does crazy stuff. Crazy. Anyway. Now, I would say with the, with the longer sessions, I, and this is something that Tracy and I do, because we, we love, to, especially when we're doing weddings, we love to get to know the clients. We want to know their story. We want to know how they met. When, when we know more about the people that we're shooting, it makes such a difference mm -hmm. with how the photography comes out in the end because we can make the pictures tell a story that's about them instead of just going there and pointing and shooting. So we do spend a lot of time with our clients and a lot of that's not on the client's dime. All right. You know? So John, with what you're saying, uh, now I agree, but, but I handle it a little differently. So if I sit down and I talk to the bride and groom and I get to know them a little bit, it, nine times out of 10, I look at them and I go, look, I give this thing six months tops. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be straight with them. You gotta be straight with them. Look, you're not gonna make it. So let's not spend a bunch of money on the photo book. And by the time I get the photo book done, you're probably gonna be separated anyway. <laughs> You just got to tell them like it is. You got to be straight with them. Honesty is the best policy. Honesty is the best policy. So what, John, what you're doing is nice, but you really need to, there's one more step you're leaving out. I think you really All need right. to see. We do it 
we don't have that result. We get them calling us back when they're doing their, their uh, newborn shoot and the maternity shoot. So we've had clients where we've taken from their engagement to their wedding, and now they have two-year-old children that we're doing their birthdays for. So, so we get, this... I think when you have that, that touch, that conversation with them at the front, it makes their marriage last longer. I, no, I, I think what it is is that, that, that you have this Cupid factor that, that brings love to people that have a loveless, love hollow, soulless marriage. And I think that you are able to bring this love, which is why we wanted you on the show today in the first place. I love people. Was to bring yeah, love. But you know what, though? Photography for me is, is like a love affair with life. It really is. There's nothing... There's no great, it's more than just taking pictures. I get so much joy capturing the smile of a child or a beautiful eagle flying over the Jenny Lake at Grand Teton National Park. Oh, and I are, shoot are you, everything. Are I'm you like, talking about like, a, like a, a bald eagle? Yeah, a bald eagle. Have you ever tasted bald eagle? It's like Never. A, it's it's kind of like manatee. Mm -hmm. I, I've shot bald eagles before, <laughs> this is, but this is a joke. <laughs> You're not supposed to eat manatees or eagles. Come on, where's where's our humanity? You're not supposed to. What? Is this John? Oh, this is my website. This what is my this? portfolio website. Um, my wildlife photography, and I'm like Rick Salmon. I specialize in in not specializing. So I I just love to shoot. I think this world that we live in is such a gift. I, I'm, and like oh, I said yeah. before, I'm in love with life. I, I, I think there's so much beauty all around us. And, and I do get on a plane sometimes and travel by train to beautiful places to, to capture those shots. Right. But Look, look this, you have to know this about John, and this will help you put all this in context. He's hammered. <laughs> he's totally, he's trash. I've never seen anyone drink. 24-7. I've never seen anyone drink more liquor in a shorter time than right before we went on the, I'm like, John, you're not going to be able to sit up. And he's like, no, I do this all the time. I'm a professional. So, no, you have, I'm just totally kidding. Of course. I know you are. you got beautiful work there, John. Thank you very and, much. And thank you for but being on the show. I all right, appreciate One so last much. thing before we go. If you are not a Kelby One member, why in the hell not? Yeah, I so agree. Today is the day. Go to KelbyOne.com and sign up. So we, we come out with a brand new class every Wednesday night or Thursday. It's the best. Really, it depends. But we, we, we come out. There, there's, a, there's a class with Joe, Joe McNally right there. Yep. So we've got the best instructors in the world, a new class every single week. And we've got an incredible community. We have an online community that is the best. It really is the best. I, I think it is the best on the entire internet because it is the most supportive and friendly and kind. Because and, and look who's the guest on Community Live yes, tomorrow. Yes. What? Eric, Eric Kuna. What? 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 <laughs> what? Yeah, we're talking all about the uh, eclipse that's coming up. We're talking oh, about and right. can, I, can I just share, too? I, I was a watcher of The Grid for many years before I finally took the plunge to become a Kelby One member. And, and since I have become a Kelby One member, it's not just... I mean, I learned so much from photography, about photography from great photographers like Rick Salmon and, and so many of the other great Kelby One instructors. But at the, at the same time, I've made so many friends in the community. We have a Thursday meeting, the community live meeting mm -hmm. hosted by Chiki Nando, and we have our City Clickers group. The people are the best. They are the they, best. They really, we're not the most modest, but we're definitely the best. <laughs> <laughs>
you know, but we, I just enjoy. They it. might be sauced up on occasion. Who knows? Yeah, it's, it's just such a great, but not, and, and you know, you're not paying me to say all this stuff about the Kelby one, but I but just. I think I, we should be. I love this, this family. I love what I learn about photography. I love giving back to the community and sharing what I've learned from other people in photography. It's, yeah. it's just a great, great place, and, and I'm so happy I joined, and I will always be a member. Well, that's, that's very glad, glad, glad to hear, because I've, I've got one kid that's not quite in college yet, so uh, <laughs> I appreciate that you'll always be a member, because, you know, four years of college is very expensive. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I invite you guys to come and join us. There's so much to learn. Now, there is a new class every week, but we have just over 1,000 courses, so if you think, I want to learn blank we have probably 10 courses on it and 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 why it's interesting because there's all kinds of different viewpoints all kinds of different things like joe mcnally shoots portraits differently than the next person or the next person and and they all have different insights and you can learn so much from them and look take a look at this just look at this all these different classes now these are on what on flash and lighting look at this yeah, and I think uh, Rick Salmon has 700 classes. Oh, it's Rick Salmon. Rick has, uh, we do have the largest collection of Rick Salmon courses anywhere, and they're great, and people love them. They love Rick's courses. My they very first class I watched on Kelby One was a Rick Salmon class, and I was hooked ever since. I was going to say, I can't believe you didn't ask for a refund. Uh, <laughs> whoa, what? That's crazy. Who would say that? That's nuts. All right. Okay, we're going to wrap things up. I hope you'll join us. Go to kelby1.com. We would love to have you. You've seen trailers for some of our classes today, and, and we'd love to have you. Come and join it. You know, it's, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. All right. Now, John, where can people go learn more about you? Okay. I, am, um, I have two Instagram accounts. I have one for portraits. Um, it's at John Dukes Photography, and I also have another one at John Dukes Fine Art. Um, my websites that I think Jason, there's my fine art one where you could follow me on Instagram. I'd, I'd love to hear from some of you. I'd love to hear some of your feedback, see some of your photos. I'll follow you back. Um, also, my website for portraits is just johndukesphotography.com. And my website for my, my landscape and wildlife, and I do a lot of, I just love photography and I love people and I love life. So johndukesfineart.com is my um, And don't website. go to John Duke's nude selfies. So no, don't, don't go there. Don't you, go there. You, you will not want to follow a, any of my other pages. I spent a lot of time there, but, <laughs> but I, I, it's not for everybody, but it is, you know, it's shockingly tasteful. <laughs> shockingly. I mean, his poses, his poses are sublime. Thank anyway, you. Anyway, all right. But also, Rick Salmon. May I call you Rick? For today. All right. <laughs> today. So, Rick, where can people go learn more about you? Well, we have a, we have a ton of uh, websites. So our favorite one right now is called the iPhone Photo Experience. So we have some uh, Cuba pictures there, pictures nice. from all around Dude, the world. Dude, your Morocco stuff and your Cuba stuff, oh. It, oh, it, thank you. you look at them and you're like, how is he doing this with a phone? Was, I learned everything from Susan. Look at these pictures. She <laughs> told me everything in China when you were there. I know. This is crazy. Cuba was amazing with the iPhone. It's hey. because... He's using hey, the see camera. That, see that blue car? Yep. I shot that exact same blue I car. Bet you I did oh, that exact one. same yeah. one with those yeah. wheels. That's why I know it's the same one. Actually, I used, uh, I, I cloned from your shot and I put it in the Oh, well, in, feel in free, of course. <laughs> and uh, Rick, you've been to every continent in the world, right? With Susan, yes. Yes, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, that's great. Hey, I want to be Rick Salmon when I grow up. Hey, I want to ask, who does it? <laughs> who does it? Oh, yeah. hell, everybody wants. Rick, what do you think about the music scene in Cuba? 
The music scene, oh, the last night, there was so much energy everywhere we went. The everywhere music you scene, go, you yeah. love the, the energy of yeah, that music. You just really feel it. And the food it. is surprisingly great yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The food is great. Yeah. The people are, I think the Cuban people are the nicest, most welcoming of any place I've ever I, been. I would say. Hands very down. Very warm. Yeah. Very, very nice. We were very sad, to, seriously, all kidding aside, I was sad to leave. Yeah, Cuba's amazing. Yeah. And 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 uh, Americans don't think we can go there, but it's very easy to go there. Yeah. Let's see who flies there every day. American, American, Southwest, United, JetBlue stopped. JetBlue stopped because we had a switch. Yeah, JetBlue stopped. Flights, right. Yeah. But everybody else still goes yeah, there. Yeah. I flew Southwest. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it, it, it's great. The people are gracious. It's very safe. There, you know, a crime against tourists is, is unheard of because because right. it's a communist tough. country and they'll throw them away forever. So it's, uh, but look at this stuff. That, that was our car That's for a week. Great stuff. Really, really great stuff. All right, what, and, and Susan's work is there as well? Yes. Yes. All right. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for joining us today. Thank you, John. Thank you. Always a pleasure. You too. Thank Always you, seeing man. John. You, you know, know what? Before we go, we got a slew of prices we got to give away. Yes. I just wanted to do that. Oh, do it. <laughs> All right. Absolutely. Okay. Um, Okay, Bonnie M. is winning the retouch for me. Alex Slosberg is winning the Plotty Pod. Mm. And Don B. is winning the Scott's, this guy right here, his Photoshop book for digital photographers. Mm -hmm. uh, Jack J. is winning the On One plugin. Yeah, Keith totally. Ibsen is winning the How Do I Do That in Photoshop book, also from this guy right here. Mm. Um, and Vince Klein is, oh no, I'm sorry, B. B Do. B-I-D-O-U is winning yeah. the Flick Pick. Yep. And Vince Klein is winning the V-Flat. So congratulations to all the winners. Well, how, do, how, do they, how do they get their prize? What do um, they they do? can email gridprize at kelby1.com and claim it by this Friday, please. And make sure that, um, just so that when they, they can, when they get the prize, I know it's you. And make sure you do it by this Friday. Yes. John, did I, did I do good? Like Dude, a professional. nailed it. Yay! But yeah. I want you to take us out. Okay. With a let's go. Okay. Let's go! Right. <laughs> thanks, everybody. Thanks. Thanks to Salmons. Yeah, thanks. See you guys next week. Oh, we're, we're well, moving over to the Salmons. Whoa! <laughs> oh, that's Tracy. Oh, that's Tracy. Oh, that's Stu. Let's go. <laughs>
If we want professional results, we must remove skin blemishes. Do micro dodge and burn, highlight eyes, widen teeth, and even reduce wrinkles in clothes. And this can easily take me up to two hours of work for each photo. So when I saw that there's a plugin for Photoshop that helps you retouch quicker, I was eager to get my hands on it. I read many feedbacks about it, and I found a lot of positive reviews, which made me to consider buying my first plugin. One of the challenges we have at the end of a session or wedding is to achieve an addition in our photograph that looked natural. This is where retouch for me has become a game changer. I love the feature that you can pick how much effect it has on your photo and you can adjust it accordingly to your style. I saved a lot of time and always end up having amazing results with my work. I am extremely happy with the quality. Now I am more efficient and have more time to spare with my family.